Hello, and welcome to episode 24. In this episode, I'm going to be talking to you about the no like trust factor. It's more than you think. Whether you've heard this concept before or not, you're going to deepen your understanding in this episode. You're also going to hear me say no like trust several times. So if you wanted to make this into a drinking game, by the end of this, you will have had a lot of coffee. You're listening to the Aligned Action Podcast, the show that helps baffled beginners and even experienced entrepreneurs set intentions, attract ideal clients, and make meaning and money using real-life examples, an interactive teaching style, and in-episode experiences. I'm your host, Chantal, an educator-turned-web designer and aligned business mentor at Clear Quartz Creative. Together, we'll get past your playing small patterns and transform your all-over-the-place ideas into exciting possibilities so you can get the clarity you want, have the alignment you need, and embody the steps to grow your business your way. So take a deep breath, settle in with intention, and let's get into today's episode. When I was a newer entrepreneur, I remember thinking that no like trust was really obvious. So obvious, it shouldn't even be a business principle. I didn't understand it deeply enough to be able to use it. It was similar to my interpretation of the concept of ideal client, which I talk about back in episode 20. As I've grown in my business and I've helped other entrepreneurs grow their businesses, my concept of no like trust has evolved. It's deepened. It's become a lot more useful as a concept. You may be at an early or an emerging stage of your business and wondering what is this concept all about? How does it affect me? How does it affect my business? We're going to start at the beginning. At its base level, the no-like trust factor means that your clients need to know you in order to buy from you. They have to like you in order to want to do business with you. They have to trust you before they feel comfortable stepping into working with you. I can almost see you nodding your head like, yeah, okay, of course, I can get behind that. Let's deepen that concept together. And to do that, we're going to do a journaling exercise. If you're driving or if you're busy... Make sure to keep your eyes open as you ponder, and you can treat this more as a thought exercise and less of a journaling one. But if you have the time and space, you're sitting in your office or you're sitting outside, grab a pen and a journal and start to settle in. I'm going to ask you now to think back to your last business purchase and vividly imagine what that moment of purchase felt like. And now vividly remember everything that led up to that purchase. Considering this one purchase, to what extent did you know the person or the company that you were buying from? To what level did you like them already, pre-purchase and at the moment of purchase? 
And how much did you trust them? How much did trust factor into your experience with the person or the company you were buying from? Now broadening this, what were some of the ways that this business or this company or individual encouraged you to know, like, and trust them? Were there any specific moments or specific strategies that stood out to you? Consider your satisfaction with the purchase up to this point. So from the moment of purchase to now, how satisfied are you with this purchase? Maybe even rate your satisfaction on a scale of 1 to 10. And now, has the amount that you feel like you know them increased or decreased since you purchased? How about the amount that you like them? Has that increased or decreased? And now trust. Have you felt like your trust has been growing or lessening? Consider how much did the no like trust factor before your purchase? Reflect your level of satisfaction with it since. If you're journaling, place the pen down gently, take a deep breath in, and a deep breath out. Moving on to section two, think back to the last thing that you considered purchasing for your business, but ultimately decided against. And let yourself imagine some of the moments around that, some of what you were experiencing. To what extent did you know the person or company that you were considering buying from. How much would you say that you liked the person or company that you thought about purchasing from? And how much did you feel that you trusted them? And thinking now of your decision, was there a specific moment when you told yourself no? If so, what was that moment like for you? And if you can't recall a specific moment, 
what was the overall sense of how much you know, like, and trusted that person? And how did that reflect the decision that you eventually made not to purchase? If you're journaling, jot down any last thoughts that you have on this concept around a purchase you did make and a purchase that you chose not to make. And now set down your pen and take a deep breath in. And a deep breath out. From here on in on the episode, all you have to do is listen and ponder. I bet after that exercise, you're starting to see how much more there is to this, how much nuance. There are all sorts of ways that businesses begin to make themselves known, liked, and trusted, and also all sorts of ways that they do that over time. As a consumer now in that journaling exercise, you just explored which ones felt good for you, which ones stood out, which moments made all the difference between you buying and you not buying. This is what your potential clients are experiencing or not experiencing. The no like trust factor is actually bigger than it seemed at the beginning of this episode, right? I'm about to make it even bigger. (laughs) As a business owner, you are in charge of creating no like trust between you and your potential clients. That's called marketing. You're also responsible for continuing no like trust after they purchase. That's called client experience. You're also on the hook for ensuring that you know, like, and trust yourself. That's alignment. That's self-development. That is just as key to this whole business thing as the other two aspects and possibly more so. You have to know yourself, like yourself, and trust yourself as a business owner. A lot of things on this podcast are optional. They're open to interpretation, up to you whether they feel in alignment or not. Not this one. In my opinion and in my experience, Knowing yourself, liking yourself, trusting yourself as a business owner is the key determinant for your success in business. It's foundational. You need some level of no like trust to even have the confidence to put offers out there, to talk to potential clients, to make your first sales. It's aspirational. The more that you feel this way, the more your confidence increases and the more the outside factors start to work in your favor. I'm talking sales, clients, higher paid months being booked out. It's also influential. The more that you know, like, and trust yourself, the more your potential and actual clients do too, leading to more of those moments, like in the first half of the journaling exercise, where they actually do make a purchase. I was on a podcast recently on the Too Legitimate to Quit podcast with Annie Ruggles, And I misspoke on her show. I did manage to correct myself in the moment, but what I initially had said was 
You have to know, like, trust yourself first before anyone else will. And I want to expand on that a little bit. It doesn't make sense to insist on a perfect high level of no like trust towards yourself before you even begin. Because if that were true, most people would never get started. It is reasonable to say the more you know, like trust yourself, the more your potential and actual clients do too. So imagine this as like two bar graphs side by side. That line is going up when you know, like trust yourself, your ideal clients and your actual clients will know, like trust you more as well. Now, I'm sure your mind is jumping to all sorts of conclusions about how much you do or do not know, like, and trust yourself. And I like that you're thinking, but hear me out. Try to keep listening through the episode before you heap any kind of judgment on yourself. If you got the inner spinner pattern on the what playing small pattern is holding you back in biz quiz, and you know that you tend to be an overthinker, let's just keep that in check. Regardless of where you're at with this now, your no like trust factor for yourself, it can grow. It can grow a lot in a short amount of time. I've often noticed that it grows in in leaps and bounds in small moments with like one little insight makes that no like trust factor just explode. I also have a gift for you at the end of the episode that is going to help. Okay. I've witnessed this no like trust factor with almost every client I've ever worked with. That's what helped me come up with this concept. Here's a sampling of stories to help illustrate what I mean. In the no category. One recent client let me talk her ear off about how great Dubsado is. I gave her a tour. I showed her every detail. I took her behind the scenes of mine and I explained that she can try it out for free for three months. I did this totally in-depth walkthrough. I sent her my affiliate link. Two weeks later, she messaged me that she's really more of a simple pen and paper kind of bookkeeper and already has systems in place for this that have worked for her. Imagine if she didn't know this about herself. Imagine that she had invested all sorts of money and time in Dubsado, setting it up, learning how to use it, getting all of her clients set up there watching video trainings. And for what? It doesn't even align with how she likes to operate. Her clients would likely be really frustrated because guaranteed there would be issues on her end. So I'm thinking things that didn't send, mistakes in how everything was set up. Maybe she didn't get things sent on time. Those hiccups in my client's process would trickle down to her client's experience. And her lack of confidence with that system would impact their level of trust with her. And it's worth noting, I wasn't at all irked that we spent time on that. I think that sometimes it takes seeing one way to identify that feeling of, yeah, that's going to be a no for me. I was really proud of her for knowing what was most likely to work for her because that's what empowering clients looks like. In the category of like, another client didn't like who she was as a business owner before we worked together. She felt like she was terrible at making decisions. She constantly told me that she was bad with technology. She felt like she was always struggling. She never knew what to do next. And her general sense of herself in business was overwhelm. 
She felt like she was only good at her subject area, her niche, and that she was awful at business. This impacted how she showed up. It impacted how she showed up in her website, in her marketing, and even face-to-face with clients. After working together, this is what she had to say. All of the decisions that had seemed momentous and impossible became opportunities to explore what could be. And I now see my work as a living and growing thing to be nurtured and directed and redirected if necessary, aligned with my life and integrity, and as much a part of my creativity as the blank I design and make. And none of this is overwhelming. It is actually exciting. I'm not afraid of making mistakes anymore. Every difficulty is a learning opportunity and a chance to build something better and more beautiful and sustaining in my relationship with my clients, my work, and my life. So post-transformation, you can hear how she likes herself more. Notice how she says she's empowered to build. She feels capable of sustaining. She values herself enough to align her business with her life and her integrity. And she's excited to explore her creativity. This is a person who now shows up to work every morning with a completely different mindset, which translates into a completely different set of possibilities for her business, all because she likes herself as a business owner more. And now trust. Another client was posting to social media at complete random. You may have experienced this. She was not trusting her ideas for strategy. She was going from idea to idea and she was randomly talking about things that she felt like talking about and what she thought people might relate to. She was way too afraid to look at the analytics because she was basing success on likes, which were always stuck at the same amount on every post. And she felt like she was typing into a void. She believed that just about anyone could do her social media better than she could because she didn't trust her own abilities to post. And she told me that she always felt unsure about what to post on her feed and what to post to her stories. She felt unsure about how much was too personal to share and how much made sense to share. This lack of trust in herself was affecting her potential clients and her sales the most. Anything that seems random is a turnoff to a potential client, okay? So if their social media impression of you is all over the place and it's shifting all of the time based on whatever level of self-trust you as a business owner have that day, it translates poorly. It makes things look disjointed even if you have beautiful branding like this client did. Coming across like you trust yourself compared to how it appears when you don't is night and day, which is why this client wasn't getting any kind of results. Six months after working on a strategy based on who she is and trusting herself, making her content more personal, more relatable, having trust in communicating what she actually wants to get across and knowing that she's doing that well, she's booking meetings, she's getting clients. She said that she can now trust herself to post more than just educational content, which I think that she had been hiding behind a little bit before we worked together. So now she's getting comments. She's getting questions, engagement. She's taking her part-time staff member full-time and she's hiring a new staff member, all because she has a better sense of trusting herself with her marketing. As you can hear from these examples, no like trust 
is the stuff alignment is made of. It can improve every aspect of your marketing, your client experience, and your own personal experience of business. Business doesn't have to feel hard. It doesn't have to feel like a mystery or a roller coaster or a crapshoot. It also doesn't have to be built based on someone else's ideas of what works for them. Like a lot of those courses teach you about you need to do this, you have to do this, you should do this. That's not going to make sense for everyone. Your business can be built based on what you know about yourself, what you like most about yourself, and what you've grown to trust yourself with. And what you build will be all the better for it, for you and for your clients. Now, the gift I was talking about earlier, this is new to the podcast, and I'm so excited to share it with you. This gift is for you if you feel like you could know, like, trust yourself more. If listening to this episode, you felt like, hmm, I have a little bit of work to do here. If you like the idea of better outcomes for you and for your clients, that's where this comes in. The gift is an action call with me. It's a 60-minute call where we talk about where you're at with no like trust. I'm really great at reflecting back to you and helping you to figure out how you really feel. So in this call, we see what your next steps are in each area, and we take at least one action together to get you started. At the end, if you want to keep talking and it feels aligned for you and you're having fun, we can talk about the offers that I have that can help you, but this call is a gift, not a sales call. This call is valued at $297 Canadian, and I work with people every month at that price, but for you as an Aligned Action Podcast listener, this call is free. I have 10 spots over the next week and a half or so. This episode is going out on Tuesday, September 28th, so If you're listening now and you want to spend this time with me, then I invite you to click the link in the episode description. Book a time on my calendar. Let's have this conversation. When you click that link, there'll be a few questions that you have to answer when you also choose the time that's best for you. And then we can talk within the next week or so. I anticipate that these spots will fill up quick and I can't wait to talk to all of you. So if this feels like possibility... If it feels like excitement for you, click that link today to get on my calendar for free. It's my gift to you for listening to this episode. May you know yourself, like yourself, trust yourself, and may your clients feel the same. Thank you for listening to the Aligned Action Podcast. I hope this episode has helped you take the first step to turn your ideas and insights into income. For one-on-one guidance and done-for-you solutions, visit clearquartzcreative.co to see how we can work together. If you loved this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the show. Each review helps me to help more entrepreneurs like you dig deeper and get crystal clear. Until next week, remember, you're a gem. Every intention you set and every action you take is an expression of being the brilliant business owner you already are. 